following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It is time to begin another journey statewide. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday also means Mark Yule, executive director, will join us in studio like he does about once a month. Uh, We'll get the latest on high school sports for boys and girls across the state. Talk about what lies ahead, new sports that could be added, programs you may be interested in. Also, Mark's a huge State of Michigan sports fans, so we'll get his thoughts on the Lions, Tigers, and more. If you have a high school sports question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Ticket info at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And speaking of Van Andel Arena, the Monster Jam is coming. And yesterday, Eric Zane, who's filling in for Superfly, and also he'll join us uh, later in studio uh, when Mark's done. You know, I got word from B-Side from our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. Eric, the entries for the Monster Jam tickets might be the most in one day ever for anything I've ever given away. It's incredible. So what you need to do is go to the Huge Show Facebook page and scroll down and you'll see uh, the post. And uh, on Facebook Messenger, I just need your name and your email. And you'll be in the drawing Friday, 3.45 p.m. Zane uh, will pick the winner. So also we're going to introduce Eric to Mark Ewell later in studio. That's a delicate bridge. You know, it's kind of like crossing an ice bridge uh, when you're going up Mount Everest. And there's not a lot of room on either side. (laughs) Eric has been fantastic this week. Mark is ready. Uh, Winter sports. We're starting to get that. Road to the Breslin Field. You're looking at wrestling, a great attendance, just normalcy. Uh, if you think about the last couple of years we've been through with high school sports in Michigan, I, I go to more games now because I understood what I missed. Not just games my kids are playing. I'll go watch kids of other families I know and sit with them. There's still something special about plopping down five bucks. Or at Grand Rapids Four Hills Eastern, because I'm over 60, I get him free. That is, that, that's a delicate thing when you walk up and they go, oh, you're good. And I go, oh, because I'm Bill Simonson from the Huge Show? No, I know you're 61. And I'm like, right in front of the kids, you're not cool anymore. So we'll talk to Yule uh, in a little bit. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers story, my God, that guy. Every day in the offseason. And I know what it is. It's the McAfee podcast where he has the forum and he's just a drama mama. Oh, now it's the Jets are willing to give up two first-round picks. 
because I saw the story at CBSSports.com that Ursay may keep Jeff Saturday as their head coach. No big-name quarterback is going there. No way. That guy was in over his head, but Ursay can kind of run the team, be the head coach. It's like Jerry Jones, and he's still going through it, even though McCarthy had a good year. He wants a guy he can control. That's why Sean Payton, I think, won't end up with the Cowboys. That's why Jimmy Johnson left. And, you know, you're an owner. It's your team. You can do what you want to. You know, people are like, oh, now he owns it. You, you have a business? You want to serve this type of food? You can do it. But I'm just Aaron Rodgers every day, and then I think I saw him back on the man bun train. You've got to lose that. Unless you're a soccer player, uh, you, there is no other sport that you can wear a man bun and really get the man card. So you just can't do it. You just can't. So... If you want to join in, uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, uh, Mark Hewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Uh, he is in studio. Mark, how you doing, my friend? What's going on, buddy? Afternoon, Bill. Good to be with you. Yeah, uh, you're kind of casual. Snow, how was the drive over from Lansing? Piece of cake. It was a, actually, it's winter in the Midwest. Everybody's losing their mind today because we haven't had much snow the last three weeks. But, uh, yeah, roads were pretty clear and... Clipped right along. Oh, people are acting like we're going to get two to three inches of snow. I saw President Santa Ono on his University of Michigan Twitter feed saying, I'm getting I'm getting uh, tweets. Are we going to have a snow day? And like University of Michigan has had a snow day like since the 70s. Two to three inches. Crazy. Well, it, we live in Michigan. Winter in the Midwest. Crazy. Oh, and the people on the highway decide they're going to go 25 miles an hour in the passing lane. Don't do that to me. All right, uh, what's the uh, best story in high school sports right now in the state? Something that you're enjoying from the MHSAA offices in Lansing that's kind of caught your attention, a sport that is growing in popularity, or there's a storyline involving a team, a coach, a school uh, that you kind of like, that you've noticed? So I think the, the, the neatest story is we've got a student athlete at Potterville to where uh, last summer they're playing in a summer basketball, um, and this happens all the time out here in Hastings. So for your listeners in the Grand Rapids area, those in, in uh, my Barry County roots, Hastings High School, just your normal summer league with eight teams or so there at Hastings, and the kids are going up and down, and just like um, – you know, the, the young man from Buffalo. DeMar Hamlin. Mar, DeMar Hamlin, uh, young man from Potterville, suffers a cardiac episode. So June night, Hastings High School. And to the good folks at Hastings credit, they had an emergency action plan that they had practiced. They got an, an AED. Um, one of the other schools they're playing, uh, his uh, player's father happened to be there, who is uh, an emergency room doctor. Lots of experience in these kinds of things. And... So last June, because Hastings had a plan, they had an AED, um, this young man, literally, his life was saved, and after going through some testing this fall, returned to the court for Potterville um, in December, and then last, a week ago, Saturday night, um, Potterville hosted the school from which the father who saved his life. And so you want to talk about one of those moments. Did they honor the father? They did. Oh my they gosh. recognized everybody. And you want to talk about one of those moments. Were you there? I was not. I was stuck in Chicago at other meetings. But, um, you know, you followed it on social media. And, 
you know, again, with, with um, you know, the attention that, that sudden cardiac and having a plan and having personnel and having an AED. And what DeMar had brought to the forefront, it ever. really was a organic, real, natural thing for the people of Powderville. And it brought it down to a local human level that that's one of our kids who is here playing today because um, folks had an AED and folks had a plan. And back so, playing. Because uh, people ask me about DeMar Hamlin is... Uh, he going to play again, and I said it really comes down to what what damage, if any, was caused in the comeback, and also the athlete. You know, when you want to get back going, even an adult who has a heart attack who wants to continue jogging or playing basketball or pickleball or whatever they're doing, there, there's that mental hurdle that may be just as big, if not bigger, than the physical hurdle if cleared. It, absolutely, it uh, so many things go into that, and. Um, yeah, uh, Demarion Hicks is the young man's name at Potterville. Oh, yeah, we got to get Joe Davis from Fox, who's from Potterville, Michigan. Telling you. Did you know that? And his dad was a football coach there, wasn't he? Small world, absolutely. Kind yeah. of the local boy makes I'm, it big. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text uh, Joe and ask him if he knows about this, because it would be pretty cool for uh, him to drop the kid a, a call or a text or a note. That, that's fabulous. And, you know, I, I've been there and lived it uh, with – Wes Leonard, after the fact, I yep. wasn't at the game where he died. Yep. And in the video, the ESPN E60, I think it was, uh, the 21-minute video from start to finish and where they're at now, uh, I, I repost that almost every year around the anniversary or they got the Never Forgotten game yep. where they do a game every year to not forget Wes Leonard. And uh, the Leonard family and – Meeting them and Ryan Klingler, his old coach at Fenville, who now I think helps out at Hope College. Yep. And for our listeners on WHTC and that golf tournament every year at Diamond Springs uh, in Hamilton. And I always ride in the cart with Gary, the dad. Mm -hmm. And he's a man, a big, big guy. I I think played at K-State or went to K-State, I forget. And not a man of a lot of words. But when he says something... It's from the heart, and we ride together, and we don't talk about Wes uh, because it's hard for him. Yep. But then he sees the outpouring of support, businesses. Uh, they announce, you know, they bring their new uh, uh, businesses and schools that are getting it, and they present the AEDs before the tournament starts. And it's just, it's a part of Michigan, man, Mark. That, and you begin with that, with something great. And and what I really love about our partnership, Michigan High School Athletic Association, that you you highlight the good in people. You don't dwell on the bad as an organization. You highlight the good that's out there. Even when we were together fighting through uh, COVID and the politics and not knowing what the future held, man, you were just like a general leading the troops. And, and you focused on the good. We're going to get it done for the kids. We're going to do this. And, and the schools. And we got the pink games, and we got the purple games, you know, with Van Andel Institute. I see West Ottawa, I think, is doing one uh, coming up here uh, to help bring awareness and fight cancer and Parkinson's uh, through Van Andel Institute. Uh, we see it everywhere. And I, I, I know our country feels that way, but in Michigan, you know, we defy uh, the culture that says we can't do it and focus on the good, and especially – at the high school level. And I see it with kids, my own children, who all are Michigan high school athletes. And it's 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 the innocence. 
It's why I love high school sports. It's why I bring you in. Sure. People are like, oh, when we first did it, oh, it's high school. What are you talking about high school? We got Tigers, we got Lions, we got the Wings one last night. And I'm like, no, man, why, why not highlight the good? And I, I didn't even ask you about the story. We didn't talk about the show. Yep. I said, tell me something good. And, and there's a connection to DeMar. It circles back to Wes Leonard. <clears throat> I remember with uh, the Wes Leonard Hart team talking to the Reed, was it the Reed City had a, I think Reed City or Everett, Everett, Everett or Reed City had a player uh, drop, and they had an AED. Saved, yep. Yeah, and then the coach was on with us. From, it was Everett, uh, Northern Michigan, up by Reed City. And, man, I, I could sit here and do a show and talk about the good in people all day long. And for the people of Potterville listening on our affiliate, the game is 730 a.m. out of Lansing, man, I uh, that is awesome. And then the emergency doctor and the timing of life, and they're all there. And I know these stories are everywhere, and it and it brings awareness for you, uh, for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. And what we talked about right after the uh, DeMar situation, uh, which, again, the ugly side of life, they're trying to say that, you know, there's a, there's a double. Uh, I mean, did anyone ever think, I, I said this yesterday to Eric Zane, that to avoid the media, not wanting to be the guy in the media, that they might put somebody in a hoodie to walk by this way while DeMar goes down another service elevator so he gets out of the area, right? Yep. No one, no one, no one has talked about that. It's, it's like, oh, my God, it's a clone. It's a clone. A clone. I, I, oh, my God. It, but, you know, I'll, I'll focus on the good. The good out of DeMar was the $8 million received for a, a GoFundMe toy drive for a children's center in Pittsburgh where two years ago he hoped to get, you know, what was it? $25,000 or something. Uh, the good is seeing what America did as a country. We didn't look at skin color, religion, what political affiliation, who you're voting for. Uh, the heart of this country, and we see it in Michigan, and the heart is expressed more through our schools and through our high school sports and more through our high school sports because the school side of it can get political. But the sports are this innocent, separate entity that still gives us a chance to enjoy. You know, I was at Forest Hills Eastern Middleville girls game last night because I know Grace Doherty and the Doherty family, and it's 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 an hour and a half well spent. You bet. I I fell I I fell in love with concession food a long time ago. That's <laughs> why it's why I got into sports, Mark. I still like a high school concession stand. I got to get the popcorn. Got to get the dog or the pizza, whatever they had. Sometimes it looks like that dog or pizza may have been there. For a possible home and home series, but I'm still going to do it, you know. And you got the parents who are being forced by, you know, a sign up list to work the concession stand, and it's a beautiful thing. And for uh, a life saved over the summer to honor the emergency doc, uh, which I don't think they get enough nope. uh, docs and nurses and support personnel and x ray technicians and everybody in ERs don't get enough credit in America and the DeMar Hamlin situation. What you told me a couple weeks ago was that uh, coaches, at least one coach, and the officials at Michigan High School Athletic Association sporting events have to be CPR certified, right? All of our head coaches, so a varsity, uh, JV, and freshman, we have to have a certified person because the concept is now at every practice, whether it's the freshman practice all the way up to a varsity event, um, we have somebody there who is trained in CPR and build a really cool thing at, um, when they recognized the folks at Potterville. It wasn't only that doctor that they recognized, but it was the, the folks from Hastings High School. 
you know, an old Jim Valvano quote is every day, ordinary people do extraordinary things in those folks at Hastings that knew their emergency plan, knew where the AED was, um, recognized, you know, the young man's, uh, Demarian's, um, cardiac issue right away and, and sprinted into action. Um, just another example of some preparation, people being ready and ordinary people really doing an extraordinary thing by saving a life. And that really transcends everything. I could have given you Bill stats of, you know, basketball, this and wrestling that, but the, really the, the coolest story from the winter, um, is just so much bigger than sports. Yeah. And huge love to everybody in Potterville and all the ER personnel listening. And thank you to our affiliate, the game, seven thirty AM in Lansing, where you can hear the huge show. Weeknights, 6 till 9 p.m. So when Mark's done, he can go back home in the Lansing area to the MHSA offices and listen to himself uh, on the game, uh, 7.30 a.m. On a serious note, has has DeMar made you think, your executive council, think that uh, you're going to require schools to have AEDs at all sporting events? It's That's going to be an ongoing conversation where I've got a ton of confidence today, Bill, is if we have a, a cardiac episode happen, winter sports in the gym, um, we are 95% plus, if not awfully close to 100, that in almost all of our facilities, there's an AED that's available and close. So winter, I sleep a little bit more soundly, where um, I roll over at 3 a.m. in the morning is when it's our outdoor sports. It's that cardiac episode at the baseball field, which is um, a half mile from the high school. It's that cross-country team in the fall that's out practicing, doing some road work um, to where someone, and, and often it's not just the students, but a lot of times it, it's coaches. Um, a lot of times at a, you know, in an outdoor game, um, it's an official that suffers a cardiac episode. So, Bill, where our focus really needs to be are on the mobile units. Again, for, for the cardiac episodes that happen outside of the gym, outside of the pool, outside of the stadium, um, and especially at our non, non-school facilities. Uh, do, our, do our hockey coaches in the rink that they play in their home ice, where's your AED? Our bowling coaches in the bowling center, where's the AED? Um, so it's really those off-campus, off-site events in having mobile units available. That's where our focus needs to really be right now. Yeah, and I think it's easy for schools. I know money's tight uh, with schools, uh, but to have an AED in that gym or gyms plural and to have a mobile one that's there for multiple mobile ones for yep. softball, track and field, you know, outdoor sports, cross country, you name it. Because not only are you talking about saving the life of a student athlete, but a coach, a ref, a fan, a mom, a dad, a grandfather, another student who's just in the fan section. It's not just about the athletes. I, To me, I find it hard to believe, Mark, if you and your executive council at the Michigan High School Athletic Association – if you said we are going to, by September 1, 2023, these AEDs will be required, this amount of AEDs, that for a sporting event, the umps would actually look and make sure the AEDs there before uh, the refs, whatever, umps for baseball, softball, that the AED is there before they start the game. Yep. And I, I and you make it, a, make it a, not law, you don't do laws, but you do guidelines, rules, whatever you yep. uh, phrase what, the Michigan High School Athletic Association does with their member schools, which are schools across Michigan. The traditional approach, Bill, is you get as many people trained and certified 
in CPR as possible. And a lot of the research that I've read here recently... Why isn't CPR a class for kids at schools? It is in public schools. So um, every kid in a public school during their high school years has to be trained in what they call hands-only CPR. A lot of school really? districts bring in... They do it through uh, PE? One class. A lot of times really? it's, a, it's a health class, but that is a state law that all kids in a public school um, has hands-on CPR. The key is, and what everything I've read here recently is that what the game changer is, isn't necessarily getting CPR started right away. It's that access to the AED. So that tells me, do we need to shift our focus a little bit to finding funds? Because right now, schools have a lot of challenges. Ironically, money isn't one of them right now. There's still a lot of COVID dollars floating out there. And if, so there, by the AEDs, if right? there ever was a time or an opening for us to really move aggressively into getting more AEDs, those mobile units for all of the, the off-site and outdoor events um, now might be our time. And I think, a, a, you know, the the situation that happened in Cincinnati, public awareness has never been higher. I mean, the whole country um, got behind DeMar. It was really kind of neat to see. And um, sometimes you're going to now figure out, okay, how can we take that positive momentum and do something for the 200,000 kids uh who play high school sports in our state. Do you plan to address this with your executive council? Yes, this is beyond the... Uh, we next meet with our full board in March. This is going to be something that is on the radar of uh, where should we next go. And I'm telling you, it, everything I read, Bill, the, the game changer is how quickly an AED is used. And you have the ability at some schools, not every school. You have booster clubs, yep. right? I, I know you want new uniforms or you want to... You know, redo your press box, but how about you drop uh, five AEDs, you know, uh, that are mobile that can be used, that you partner all the schools, most school districts partner with a hospital group or uh, orthopedic surgeons or sports medicine uh, who could provide AEDs that could be there. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity than just waving a brush and saying by September 1st, you have to spend X amount of dollars. And there are groups, you know, the West Leonard Hart team. You know, that local high schools in West Michigan could reach out to them. There's Eastside, I think, uh, what is it, um, Shots and Saves, where they're through the Saginaw Spirit for our listeners on 100.9 FM. They do a uh, year-around fundraiser for AEDs. I think through uh, the Wings, a doctor who was there when Yuri Fisher yes. collapsed on the ice. I, we talked to him right after the DeMar Hamlin situation. So I, I don't think this is hard in... And sometimes we get caught up about, well, we need a shot clock. Uh, we need a shot, which is about money, right? Yep, it is. And I tell everybody, um, I'm your biggest proponent, because when I sit down at a high school sporting event, people think I can just pick up the phone and change rules at the Michigan High School Athletic Association because of our on-air partnership. But the AED thing uh, needs to be uh, written in with every single school district in Michigan. Now, and if the school doesn't have money, then reach out. We can find ways to do that. And AED is about a thousand bucks. A unit lasts typically about ten years. So to invest in that, you're talking a hundred dollars a year. A hundred dollars oh, a year, only a thousand bucks. Oh, a good a good mobile unit. You can get so one for about a thousand bucks. Each sport should have a mobile unit. That coach when he's bringing out the or that he or she when they're bringing out the softball gear, when they're bringing out the baseball gear. I'm talking outdoors uh, when they're Going to you know cross country meet, your mobile AED unit is to be sit, there. is sitting right there. I, I I think that's an easy executive council. Let's do it. A thousand bucks each, and a school says each sport has one. Uh, non non gym sports. Yep. 
non-swimming correct pool natatorium whatever yeah. well, good stuff man so stay tuned on that well mark you know the one thing I, i've always respected from the michigan high school athletic association and our on-air partnership the last four years is that you're on top when things are changing the COVID thing was just unbelievable uh, to deal with uh and to experience and we did a lot of that together on air but uh, this damar hamlin situation the ad's uh, the west leonard story and what I what I loved about the Leonard family and Ryan Klingler is with Demar Hamlin, they made sure that they got with the local uh, TV stations that they got articles, which there still are some articles written, most of them online, uh, as papers go away. And I talked about it and I shared the stuff and I, I reshared the because the West Leonard story to watch it that E sixty piece, like I said, it's about maybe it's about thirteen minutes. It is one of the most powerful yep. from the the footage of when he, you know, Collapsed. hits a shot yep. and collapses to where they are now. And then his teammates and his family and the few words Gary has ever said publicly, uh, Wes's father. So uh, good job there with MHSA. And let's get AEDs in all the schools. That's our push. So uh, I'm warding upward. All right. Uh, we will change uh, the tone. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on the Tigers. I know you're a big baseball fan. Are you still running the umpires for Conference USA? I'm still involved in the college baseball world, yes. Oh, so. you say still involved, so you can't really give me <laughs> Not all the complete details, right? No, but it, uh, I'm still... A I, consultant, I, right, basically. I work hand-in-hand with an organization of about 1,400 college umpires and do a lot of support, teaching, and training, so that... Uh, Enjoy kind of staying connected to baseball that way and training uh, the next wave of college umpires. Did you ever ref football? I did. College football for 10 years. You did? Well, what level? Uh, Division three. And now I, I hate being bored, Bill. So my fall hobby is I still coordinate the football officials for the uh, MIAA. Hope. You do? I do. So guy of uh, lots of hobbies. Well, what about the Paganelli brothers? Both work in, or is it the family brothers or is it, it's not father, son, is it? Or is it nope, the brothers? The three brothers are in the NFL, and actually, two I, are working the Super Bowl, right? I believe so. I saw Dino, uh, who's a back judge, lives here, and actually, Dino's a high school teacher at Wyoming High School here in the Grand Rapids area. And I know his brother Perry um, worked last weekend, and also uh, his other brother Carl. So all there's three, two, have, yeah, there's two brothers that are going to work the Super Bowl. Very cool. So that means you, you get graded to work the playoffs. It's based on how Absolutely. you were graded during the regular season in the NFL, correct? 100%. Every snap they get graded and advance from there. So uh, pretty neat. I, I will say the one thing I noticed this year in the NFL it, that I'm seeing the younger faces of refs, crews. I re- For the first time, it's really sticking out to me. I don't know if I'm getting older, but the visual is, and you could tell me, you know the referee officiating circuit uh, better than I do. Is that the same to you that you notice it's not everybody in their 60s anymore? Without question. And if any of the baseball fans listening, uh, 10 major league umpires retired this offseason. So you're going to see almost... Is that forced retirement kind of pushed out the door a little bit? No, I think they were ready because... You know, the wave now in, in Major League replay Baseball. Replay and everything, right? It's replay, and the biggest thing is now on the plate. It's all based on the computerized strike zone. And the the ones who grade out the best in Major League Baseball are the younger umpires, the ones who have come up through the minor leagues, really umpiring to that computer-generated zone. And so, no, 10 of the veterans have decided, nope, now's the time. So you watch a big league game this coming summer, 
um, you'll see a number of faces you've never seen before. So you're so. saying they're being graded now via computer on yes. their strikes and balls over a graphic that says what it should be, right? You, you can go to different websites or apps after every Major League Baseball game, and you can pull up the plate umpire's score from the day before game. Number of pitches they got right in the zone, the number uh, outside the zone, what was the plus-minus margin of their errors for one team or another – all of that data is instantly available after every big league game. And that's why this year at the AAA level, half the AAA uh, baseball is using the fully automated strike zone where the umpire standing there. They have an earpiece and they get some kind of a signal through that earpiece of a ball or a strike. Good. I love that. And then the other half of AAA they're using the challenge system to where during every baseball game, you've got an umpire behind the plate doing their thing but during the game, any called pitch, the team gets three ball strike challenges. And apparently they can challenge, and within 10 seconds, they have the answer. So I, I call you out on that 3-2 pitch. The team on offense says we want to challenge that. They go to the computer. Just like, just it's, like, like, it's like tennis. Right, That's Le- the Leslie Nielsen and uh, Naked Gun 33rd and a third. There you have. <laughs> but the concept is that the technology is just like what you see in tennis. So why not? You know, I, 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 The foul lines, why not have them be electric? Get it right. You know, Bill, I, I often I laugh with my oldest son, Jackson, who's at Hope College, and neither of us get this. Incredible that, swimmer. Great swimmer. Um, still looking for that Division Three swimming NIL deal with no luck, but maybe he'll keep looking. He's the Mark Spitz of Ottawa County. <laughs> the Michael Phelps of the Lakeshore. <laughs> but we both just laugh that with the billions of dollars in play in the NFL playoffs, we still determine first downs, Bill, by two volunteers who are holding two poles how, in a piece of chain. And how about the chain that broke and they had to bring out the other chain that was wrapped up in some room and they couldn't get the chain undone. It looked like me and Zane trying to put the headsets in uh, to start the show where they couldn't get it. How do you not have lines marked on the field electronically? Like you said with tennis. Watch, I watched that Netflix series, uh, Breakpoint, which is awesome. Yep. About it, Really, it's from the makers of the F1 series. And you look at the umpire looks like they're sitting in a space module, right? With little TVs with the all the in out the lines, the lights, everything. I mean, Major League Baseball electronic strike zone foul poles where there's yep. something lights up, right? You hit it, it lights up. It's just like a basket, you know, the square. You know, when it when the when the clock uh, shot clock or game clock goes down or off, and then the lines and. That's it. I I think if I'm an umpire, I don't mind the electronic strike zone because then the favoritism, the I don't like that guy, I yep. don't like that team, the I missed it is gone. Amen. And then you defer at the end of the game if, um, you know, Cabrera's called out on strikes and you go, look, uh, the umpire pool sa- or says, look, this is electronic data. Here's a strike. And now they're showing it anyways on Bally Sports Detroit when Shep and the crew are doing it. I love that. All right, good stuff. We'll talk more about uh, the need for referees and officials at Michigan high schools. Mark Ewell, executive director of the MHSAA in studio. Zane will join us later from the Eric Zane Show, doing a heck of a job filling in this week for Superfly and joining me in studio for great conversation. If you want to follow everything Michigan High School Sports, mhsaa.com at mhsaa on Twitter, mhsaa on Facebook and watch live and on demand boys and girls high school sports 24/7 at mhsaa.com. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. Get more for your money and keep your wellness goals within reach with fresh, healthy options from Meyer. Right now, get Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And Lean Cuisine frozen meals are buy five, get one free. Plus, a four-pound bag of navel oranges is buy one, get one for a dollar. And be sure to pick up essentials like bounty paper towels, just $12.99 with Emperks. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls high school sports MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24 7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. back live across Michigan Wednesdays presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the MHSAA in studio. Follow everything Michigan High School Sports at MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter MHSAA on Facebook and live and on demand Boys and Girls High School Sports and MHSAA.com. We were talking about refs and officiating at the major league level, uh, high school level 
I do notice lately, uh, friends, people like, you know, Marcus Bradman, Casey Jelsma, friends, acquaintances, who all of a sudden have become officials. And I think it's people who love high school sports. Uh, Casey used to be the PA announcer at FHE. Uh, Marcus works for our flagship station, 96 won the game, selling high school sports. And he told me that you know, he's made about five grand this fall between U Sports, JV, freshman, and varsity. He's on different crews and he's loving it. So there seems to be a surge. Uh, with officials, is there still a big need? There is a need. We are seeing a nice uh, kind of an early bounce back from COVID was really, really hard. Um, COVID hit, and I think we had some, uh, let's just say, a little more veteran officials in terms of age, and you know maybe that had some other health issues, and COVID, I think, maybe accelerated their time to hang up the whistle. Um, those that get involved, you know, basketball referees tell me all the time, Mark, I, I love it. Because I get paid, uh, you know, an $80 game fee, a referee, a varsity basketball game, and I just got in my hour and 20-minute workout today. Um, anyone who's done it for any length of time, um, some of my very best friends in all of the world are my officiating colleagues, guys that I have traveled with and have worked with. And the brotherhood and sisterhood in officiating is really something um, that you can't find anywhere else. Uh, the money continues to get better and better. Um, it is, it's the law of supply and demand. And, you know, right now a uh, game fees, I'll just take, for example, in the West Michigan area next school year uh, to work a varsity football game or to work a varsity basketball game, those game fees are going to be up over a hundred dollars. Um, and again, you work three or four games a week and you're someone who either is a, you know, a young person, you know, I can't imagine a better job for a college kid. And we're also seeing, um, you talked about uh, Marcus, and I kind of know the age of his kids. We're also getting what I call a lot of uh, athletic empty nesters. You get a, a parent who for the last 15 years have done nothing but going to watch their kids' games. And then when their youngest gets out of the house, the the you know the married couple kind of looks at each other and they're like, well, now what? Um, we don't have any more of our kids' games to go to. And I'm telling you, that person is perfect to get, in, to get started in officiating because um, unlike that 20-year-old, um, they've lived a little bit. They have some life experiences. They've got some people experience. They they know that uh, you know every argument isn't a, a, a win or a loss. It's about diffusing situations and reading people and reading situations. And so we've gotten some of our, our best newer officials happen to be in their 40s and 50s, and it's been those folks who for years sat in the bleachers and thought, I can do a better job than, than what I see, and uh, we welcome them with open arms. So uh, if anybody is interested, it's really quite simple to get involved. You go to MHSAA.com, click on the Officials button, and uh, our staff is ready to get uh, you plugged in and plugged in quickly. That's a great point, Mark, about the empty nesters, that they spent their you know, last you know, 18 years, well, 15 years, if you start with kids, you know, maybe in preschool sports or four or five, 14, 15 years, and then they realize they miss the gym. Like I told you, where I'll, I'll pop into a gym, uh, I'll watch the girls, the boys' games, I'll go to a big game in town, which was a ritual back when I was in high school, right? You get dads, hey, let's go watch Magic Johnson at, uh, you know, in East Lansing, right? At Jenison Fieldhouse or Oh, Chris Weber is going to be at uh, yep. Grand Rapids Community College. That, that's what we did. And if someone's interested, go to MHSAA.com and become an official. And high school athletes can ref. Well, what you, uh, you said this before uh, a couple months ago. 
high school current high school athletes are allowed to become officials through a mentor program with MHSAA, and they can work uh, middle school sports. Is that correct? It is. It's our legacy program to where if I'm a, a high school uh, junior or senior, what I'm able to do is I'm able to work at the sub varsity level and below working with my mentor so, official. Uh, freshman and JV games and other sports you don't play, right? Yep, if I'm a, a junior or senior. You can and then work high school sports, wow. You can, and then we've expanded it. If you're a freshman or a sophomore, you can do the same thing, and you're eligible to work at the junior higher middle school level. So it's a great way to, again, get kids involved with that mentor official. And I'm telling you, Bill, when our kids who have done this and when you know we've kind of surveyed them, well, you know, what went well and what didn't, uh, issues with the kids never come up. Um, the early heartburn that our young officials have, it's the way that they're treated by adults. And I get it. There's more on the line at the varsity level. But, uh, you know, these people at their seventh or eighth grade child's basketball game that think Izzo or Susie Merchant are giving away a scholarship, um, just got to keep it in the right perspective. Now go to MHSA.com, info on becoming a ref, and also the legacy program where current Michigan high school students uh, can ref high school and middle school uh, games. Go to MHSA.com. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, in studio this afternoon. We'll hear from Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast later. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now we're down to the final four teams trying to make a run to Super Bowl 57. One will survive. We got two conference championship games and also a few shots left for your chance to only bet five bucks and get 200 in free bets instantly. Place a bet on either championship game this weekend. This is for new customers after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE to sign up. You make that $5 bet, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And if you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at even a bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg up to 100%. You pick your players, your games, your teams. You can do it with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. This is only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.traffkings.com slash football terms. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? 
you might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle and having a winter blast with up to $25,000. Every Saturday in January from 7 to 10 p.m., you can win $1,500 in premium play. Then, at 11 p.m. each week, one lucky player takes home $25,000 cash. That's $160,000 all month long. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are wrapping up another hour here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Remember to search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, our free live stream weekdays at three at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in America. Weekdays, three until 6 p.m. It might even be internationally. I don't know. On the iHeart app, wherever you have mobile service, just search The Huge Show. Inside this hour, more conversation with Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We'll talk about what new sports could become in the Michigan high schools. Rules changes. What's in store? What will high school sports look like 10 years from now? I mean, it's become... I was looking at the quality of girls' basketball last night, talking with Jackie Doherty, who has two daughters, Kat and Grace, who played for Grand Rapids First Hills Eastern. And the quality of basketball is light years ahead of where it was for the girls from, maybe, you know, maybe five years ago. I'll probably say 10. And it's really good basketball. And you can see schools that don't have girls playing club, that aren't playing the summers with their teams, You can tell when a coach hasn't or has made the commitment to a program to build a culture, and 
I think the evolution of club sports meets high school sports, and I know, Mark, we've talked for years, uh, that's something you're navigating as the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I know you have a daughter who plays club and also an incredible high school player. Uh, the talent level of high school athletes right now, collectively, statewide, as good as I've ever seen it across the board in sports. It is awfully good. You know, kids, uh, I think, spend a lot more time, you know, today getting their bodies ready in the off season. Um, you know, we we're talking off air about, you know, your son and getting just so much stronger and just can't wait for next fall to get here. And my daughter, kind of that same thing. And, um, you know, what's funny, Bill, is you and I can both, you know, find old pictures from like the 1970s of like NBA locker rooms at halftime. And you'll see a guy with a cigarette in his hand. Or Len um, Dawson with a Super Bowl smoke and one of the early Super Bowls. Abs- it's not the first one, right, from the Chiefs? Absolutely. And, and you now even see at the pro level the kind of attention that they're they're given, not just to, to lifting and, and conditioning in the offseason, but it's um, what's your diet like and, and what's the nutrition quotient involved and even some of the sleep studies, you know, are, are athletes getting enough sleep? And you're certainly seeing that trickling down now to the high school level to where kids that do have big goals for themselves, you know, to play at the next level, whatever level that may be, um, you've got to start to do some of these things and you've got to make sure that your your body is ready to go. And um, and so that's something, again, when you talk about kind of the state of high school athletes today, there's never been more information and there's never been more opportunities out there for kids to train and get themselves ready. And I think that's why you're seeing uh, an awful lot of talented kids in an awful lot of places. And a lot of places, because it used to be all the talent outside of the Magic Johnsons or Flintstones, it would be mostly the Detroit metro area. And the evolution of quality coaching, quality coaches, the training, you've watched West Michigan, and I'm saying this, we're, we're based with our flagship station, 96 won the game. Uh, the quality of football teams and players at, in all divisions. Uh, the college scholarships and opportunities being given to kids, boys and girls. You know, the girls basketball, like I said, in West Michigan right now, just has been incredibly strong when you look at some teams like Rockford or uh, Grand Rapids uh, West Catholic. And even Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern is in contention for the OK Gold uh, title. And, you know, these girls last year, I'm thinking, like, oh, they're not, they have a long ways to go, uh, but they worked hard during the offseason. And a lot of the girls train and the club. And, and I've watched it with Ace and Power Strength in their multiple locations, or you're seeing a former Hudsonville Unity Christian athlete in uh, Teslaw who goes to Hillsdale, leads the GMAC in receiving, and puts out a one handed highlight film. The former Hudsonville Unity Christian quarterback turned receiver 6'4", like, you know, 215, and had all these one-handed catches. And you're wondering, oh, my God, I've never seen this. Well, then Joseph Doherty, who plays a backup linebacker at Hillsdale, I saw him at a basketball game a couple weeks ago when uh, Teslaw committed to Arkansas. Prime from Colorado was going after him, Texas A&M, Iowa State. You know, NIL yep. offers, uh, you know, what happened from Hillsdale to uh, the big time. And I'm not knocking Hillsdale. And he said, oh, he had to do the one-handed catches because he had a broken hand. Huh. Just amazing. Yeah, but he trained, uh, again, another guy with uh, a Hayden Large who was at Dort NAI school in Iowa. Now is playing for the University of Iowa as a tight end. He, he did the portal transfer and. 
Another guy with power, strength, and training, their jettison location. I mean, you're looking at these kids. Nolan Ziegler went to Notre Dame, trained at power, strength on the north side of GR. The Ahern family just loaded uh, with athletes. And Ahern name is well-known in Lansing, right, with Lansing Catholic? Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm just seeing the high school, and hockey, uh, girls' basketball, boys' basketball, uh, football, uh, track, you know, cross-country, golf, uh, Statewide, it's not just because we're based here at ninety six on the game, but the the strength of teams, the depth of athletes, uh, what's out there right now. And again, that's good for your business because you guys are running the Michigan High School Athletic Association out of Lansing. It has never been more opportunities for kids who want to invest the time and the work to make themselves as good as they can be to open up doors uh, in the future down the road. Um, I also think the internet's been big, Bill, because you even look at you know, recruiting and, you know, 20 years ago, unless a certain coach saw you at a certain event and, you know, the word of mouth within the coaching circles. But I mean, now you could have a kid in the upper peninsula or a kid in the thumb in a, in a rural area who's an incredible athlete. You're, you're a two minute video that you post online away from somebody catching wind of you. And now them sending a coach or doing some more digging, um, had lunch a couple of weeks ago with a, with a kid who was looking for a job in sports and he did a two-year program. He went to Alabama for an undergrad. He was part of the recruiting staff there. And one of his job was he had to build a video database of every single high school football player in State X. And, of course, they had different staff members that would divide that up. And so literally right now, if your name gets mentioned, coaches have the ability with a couple of keystrokes to go on to one of these video sharing sites and watch a kid from wherever um, in the country might even be within North America. So the, the ability for those really talented kids to get seen and get a chance is far more, you know, we often lament, you know, us old guys get off my lawn, you know, about the internet and this, but it, it again has also worked, I think, to give our kids a, a lot of opportunities. They just simply wouldn't have had kind of in the old system. Well, Tislaw, he, again, at Hillsdale, sends out the video. There you go. Here's uh, and, and now, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, A&M's interested. Iowa State's interested. We got to look at this kid. And I can see Saban at Iowa, or, or at Alabama, not at Iowa. He's not leaving <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. But I can see him. He doesn't want anybody to have a competitive advantage over him, and especially with the transfer portal. And now a kid, if he's in the Upper Peninsula, and he's a great athlete. He puts out that video, huddle, whatever, his Twitter. It gets picked up by somebody. They see it. And you're right. They have the recruiting analyst and these big schools. These kids are all going through everything in Michigan. Yep. Scouring Twitter, you know, TikTok, whatever it is, and looking for it. Because Saban is saying, I do not want to get beat on any kid or miss on any kid in America. And that's why he has, you know, this side of Georgia – uh, the greatest football program in America at the college level. Yep. 20 years ago, Bill, those schools would have said, Hillsdale, Hills what? Yeah. What is that? And if you didn't show up at their school camp or they heard about you showing up at another big school camp or you're invited to, you know, a Nike or Under Armour or Midwest Regional Combine, chances no are you weren't getting any shot at D1. Nope. And that has all changed in the internet and uh, the accessibility of video has completely changed the whole recruiting process. And um, literally, if you are good enough to play, I firmly believe that they will find you. 
Well, and I, I mentioned that to my son Ace. I said, "Hey, work on your huddle thing because you start here in the junior year. Is yep. the, the summer before the junior year is when it gets going." And I said, "It's up to you. If you don't want to play college football, that's your call. I, I'm not pushing you. I, I'm proud of your hard work, what you've done right now. I, if, if you want to walk away, I'm not going to make you. I will tell you as a father what I think is good for you. You know, I'll tell you that this camp is good. But I did say that I could pick up the phone." and get Ace in on camps. But I want this to be natural you bet. that a coach finds it, talks to Coach Swander at Forest Hills Eastern, and if he's interested, they connect to Ace, right? And he's heard from a few colleges. And he has a great mindset on it that, you know, hey, man, I'm only 15, just turning 16. And I think you go through, what do you want? Uh, you know, you're, you're going to school. You're working out hard. Uh, you got a social life. You got a part-time job. And you just turned 16. And I'm thinking, man, you, you, you are checking the box on what life will be about. Yep. I mean, at 16. So, hey, man, I'm, I'm proud as heck of him. But, and I wish all my kids were. I, I want to point out, I wish all my kids were like that. You, bet. You, you made a really good point. I just want to add one thing on. Um, and I hope the listeners hear this who have kids. Um, it's your kid who has to want it. Exactly. Um, it's your child that wants to put that time in, in the weight room and doing the speed work and doing the conditioning work and the diet and, and all of those things. I've seen so many times over the years to where mom or dad want it more than Billy or Sally. And that is a recipe for disaster. So, again, it, it's I think we're the same way, Bill. We support our kids. We love our kids. And if they choose to go down the path of wanting to play at the next level, we're there to help and support in any way we can. But if they decide tomorrow that they want to go on another path, then I'll be your biggest cheerleader too. But it can't be an issue of if Maddie Ewell doesn't want to do this, it now becomes a Mark Ewell thing. And um, you just see so many parent-child relationships kind of go sideways because that that uh, that really gets out of whack. Uh, Billy or Sally have to want it, and they have to want to put in the work. And you have a unique situation, Mark, with your wife being a girls basketball high school coach that you, you can really see different perspectives, and you touch so many high schools in your meetings and events and things you go to where you see it, you learn from it, and we all adjust as parents. We are learning every day. Every day. And, and I watch my son with the pandemic because those sixth graders, those 12-year-olds were kind of the lost age in the pandemic. When they didn't get to finish sixth grade, their sports shut down or they had to wear a mask to play soccer. Yep. And he stepped away, and I fought him on it. Well, you can't step away. You, we paid. You committed. And I didn't hear him. And, and when I did hear him, uh, things got a lot better in a hurry. And I let him choose his uh, pacing on it, and he returned uh, to soccer. He returned to club sports or club soccer, and he did it on his own. And I, I told him, you know, and I, I know how to address it. You know, you listen, you're still a parent. They don't get total freedom on all decisions, which is a delicate line uh, to walk. I, you know, and I do tell my kids, if you choose not to play sports. Getting a job. You're going to get a job. It's that simple. Same in our house. Exactly. You're going to get a job. Hey, well, you're threatening me with the job. Don't. Uh, you're going to get it. You're not sitting at home. Okay. And if you're not going to play sports, I really would like a qualified answer on why you're not playing and what you what's in your heart. So I know. Hey, you want to study more. You want to uh, join the choir, the the school theater club. Yep. You you want to go volunteer. You want to help because I ask my kids as they're getting to this age, what do you do for other people? Don't need to do anything for me. 
I'm, I'm your dad. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, you don't need, I, I get teenagers. You know, the I love yous and the texts and the things kind of disappear right around 12. Uh, they just, <laughs> they, they come back maybe when they're 25. I, I understand that. But what do you, my big thing is now, I ask my children what, around the holidays, what do you do for other people and especially the ones who love you? What do you do? What do you do for them? And again, that could be picking up the phone. That could be dropping an email. That could be knocking on a door where they don't expect you. That could be bringing something to a teacher, to a coach, to a parent who gave you all the rides. I know I don't forget that with parents, and I'll do what I can to help them, or all of a sudden I get my hands on tickets, or I got game seats here. But what do my kids do for other people? Yep. And those are the football programs I watch when I've seen a culture being built and some of the great coaches, Sturzma, when he was at East Grand Rapids, Ralph Munger at Rockford, and Noel Dean, who I got to know at Lowell. Their culture is, isn't about football. Their culture is about building young men and setting them up for life. It's a culture of doing something for others, being selfless. Because if, if you follow that path, you're, you're going to take ego out of the mix and you're going to play for your team, right? Absolutely. And I still, the greatest moment for my son Ace with Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Varsity Football all season long. He had a hip flexor. He played through it. Uh, sprained thumb, rolled ankle. Uh, we're pulling up for the Thursday morning underneath the lights walk through at 6.30 a.m. at Hawk Stadium at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. I said, hey, dude, man. I know you're hurting. He never told me. I could see it. I said, you got Ottawa tomorrow night. Take it off. You got South Christian a week from tomorrow. And and Ace isn't uh, not a highly talkative kid. And he goes, uh, no, I need to be there for my teammates. And he got out of the car. And I'm like, then I had to stop for a second, put the car in park, because that, that's, a, that's your DNA. That started with Coach Farrick and Coach Thompson. Uh, that, that started with coaches who instilled uh, playing for your team. And, and now through high school and Coach Swander and that entire staff. And those are things that teachers can give to our children that, unfortunately, we sometimes look at how our kids respond to coaches and we're like, you know, why don't they respond to me like yep. that? Right? You've been that, even with your wife a coach, right? Absolutely. It's... You know, I mentioned a minute ago how the internet and, and, you know, being able to share videos has been good in opening up doors for kids. I think just from a, a personal standpoint, the internet also has some real negative sides to it, to where I think a lot of our teenage kids are so plugged into social media. And of course, social media, really at the end of the day, it's really, hey, look at me. And I don't think we do often a, a very good job or at least an intentional job of teaching our high school age kids to live life with an attitude of gratitude. Like you said, mm. what are you doing for somebody else? Are you reaching out to somebody else? Are you showing that, you know what, there are times where it really isn't about me. It's what I'm doing for somebody else. And I really think, uh, you know, all of us as parents, we need to keep after our kids that way. Cause you know, the, the world, our kids are growing up. It is all about, Hey, look at me. How many friend requests do I get? How many likes, how many views on my TikTok? And, um, I think, you know, good parenting is, is kind of centering your kids and making sure that, uh, like I said, they're, they're living each day with uh, gratitude toward others. Attitude, 
Attitude of gratitude. I like I like that. That's well said. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Joining us on this MHSAA Wednesday, if you have a high school comment or question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. You can stay up to date on everything Michigan High School Sports, MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and watch live and archived on demand as well, boys and girls high school sports at MHSAA.tv. Next segment, I'll talk with Mark about what new sports could be added to Michigan high schools, and we'll get to your comments. From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss piggy riches only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on an MHSAA Wednesday. You can follow everything Michigan High School Sports at MHSAA.com. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association in studio. We try and do this at least once a month. Talk everything Michigan High School Sports, life, and more. 
All right, new sports. I I feel this wave of boys volleyball, boys club volleyball. Last time I think you were in, you talked about Calvin University. Yep. I just added football and added boys volleyball. Uh, I, I sense that's one of the next sports for Michigan high schools. Am I? And then what will be the complimentary girls sport to meet the Title IX requirements? Good questions, all. So we. Uh, every, I shouldn't say every fall. Every other fall, we do do a, a student interest survey, of which we've just completed that. So we're going to start to work our way through that data and really find out what the emerging sports are. There is a push right now within our schools that we need to do everything we can to currently support what we have. Um, you know, there are some sports where we're seeing diminished participants, and, uh, you know, tennis is a sport, especially boys' tennis. And instead of, you know, kind of jumping, well, what what else can we add? I think a fair question is what can we do to kind of help stabilize our boys' tennis participation numbers? Girls' basketball is that same way, believe it or not. Volleyball is now our most popular um, girls' sport um, because forever it's been girls' basketball. A lot of our big schools no longer having a freshman and a JV team. You know, what What are some of the issues behind that? Well, what are the issues? You know, I think... What part, diminished girls' basketball play in numbers? Uh, I think it's three things. The first is that a lot of well-intentioned parents um, want to get their kids started early. And so now it is, a, is an 8, 9, 10-year-old. It, it's no longer okay just to be in kind of our community basketball program. But we need to form our own little club or AAU team. We're going to travel around and play in some tournaments and... Um, you exclude a kid or you have tryouts and you cut a kid, especially a young lady at ages eight, nine, and 10, you cut those people. They're never coming back. So that you're fo- saying to the sport, Oh right? yeah, yeah, to the done. Um, so, you know, I think in this AAU travel culture that we have, there are a lot of parents that kind of want to start the funneling of athletes, which in the, you know, 20 years ago, Kids would play at the junior high level, and then once they hit high school, well, now that's the time where the funnel starts to get a little bit uh, tighter, and, and some kids just stop playing. Well, heck, now um, if I don't make that AAU team when I'm a ten year old, well, I'm not. I guess I'm not a basketball player. So I think that's been really, really um, unfair to a lot of kids, and um, so that's something that you know we're continuing to try to address continuing to try and have opportunities for kids, uh, you know, when it comes to, to basketball season. With the new sports, you certainly have to look at what's being offered at the college level because there is a connection. And certainly for boys, boys volleyball is the sport that does get the most attention. There's a lot of schools that are playing it right now on a club basis here in West Michigan. Um, if we would add a new sport, well, what then is the companion girls sport? Not just another girls sport, but what would be a girl sport that would have somewhat similar numbers um, to make sure that uh, we are Title IX compliant? You know, water polo is something that we're taking a look at. We've got right now both boys and girls. Um, a lot of our, obviously, our aquatic schools are very interested, and there is some real support um, from the water polo community that that should be something that we look at. And then, Bill, we've talked uh, several times on air about where does esports fit in this? Um, rarely has there been an issue I bring up in a room full of educators and athletic people that splits the room as much as esports because you'll get, you know, a percentage of the room that says uh, anything that we do to encourage more um, seated time, more time in front of a monitor, more time in front of a screen is the absolute last kit thing that kids uh, need today. And I understand that. 
on the other side of that coin in esports opportunity is you're going to capture kids right now who are not part of athletic departments, who are not part of programs. And you read a lot of the research about student mental health, and one of the greatest needs right now of kids is they just want a sense of belonging to something. And if, is esports that opportunity or that gateway for us to get kids connected who currently aren't connected? So we'll continue to look at that and kind of talk about that. So it's it's stabilizing all of our opportunities here in a post-COVID world, and I'm happy to report participation numbers have really recovered nicely here coming out of the pandemic. A sport like wrestling was really hurt because during COVID, with the testing that we had to do uh, based on the, the state health department laws, yeah, you're serious wrestlers. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll test and, and jump through the hoops I have to to be able to compete. But the kid who was on the fence or maybe had never wrestled before during COVID, well, I'm not going to wrestle. So, again, we've seen kind of the rebounding of those numbers. And, uh, you know, we'll keep listening to our membership and keep listening to kids in terms of we you mentioned earlier, what is high school sports going to look like in 10 years? Um, we'll see where that goes. There's also, I think, has to be the conversation um, sports that you sponsor, would you ever not sponsor a sport? For example, um, alpine skiing or downhill ski teams. We have a very loyal core of schools that have ski. Um, we don't have schools that are adding this. Um, so is this something that will continue with these numbers? I think the answer is yes. And then we also look at gymnastics. You know, again, we have a very small but loyal core of schools that have gymnastics teams. It's a wonderful program for our kids but same thing, we're not seeing any schools that are adding or their programs are growing. So those are all the things that I think you have to balance when you take a step back and say, where do, where are, are things at or what do they look like uh, 10 years from now? So uh, a year from now, uh, let's uh, play the what-if game. A year from now, inside Michigan high schools, will there be new sports added? I don't think in the next year. I don't think the momentum is growing um, quite that fast. Um like I said, if the conversation is about volleyball, we got to figure out what season it's in. And then you got to add a girls' sport. You do complement that. You right? do. And then the other thing that we haven't gotten much feedback on is okay, a sport like boys' volleyball gets added in the spring. What's now going to be the reaction of baseball coaches? I think more importantly, what's going to be the reaction of track and field coaches to where, you know, those are sports where you need numbers of kids. And that's the challenge is whenever you add a sport. Um, it's creating new choices and new conflicts for kids that they didn't anticipate uh, when they started high school. So, again, I think responsible leadership means that you have to listen to what your member schools want, and that's really kind of the lane we're in right now. And I can see uh, wanting to build up sports that need help. I, I would think the schools in this era, when we're talking about the improvement in teams and programs all across the state, uh, marketing your teams in school, in your neighborhoods, uh, in your districts, about signups, letting people know uh, that uh, you're looking for tennis players, that you're looking for a JV baseball team or a freshman girls basketball team. Uh, when, when orientation is happening with these eighth graders, let them know the sports offerings. Uh, uh, let the public know. Send out a notice to all the parents the same way you do to talk about you know, testing, and again, I'm not putting education with ACT or SAT testing at a school, uh, but uh, do that. Um, you, you get what you put into it, yep. right? And the signups. The one thing, even with Michigan High School Athletic Association, it's not a negative, Mark. Uh, how often is there, hey, sign up for a sport today? 
Sign up at your local school. Yep. Sign up, you know, for and look at the sports that need help. And you have your newly redesigned website, which is awesome. You have at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook. You have uh, the website and get the individual schools. You know, let them know, okay, to the ADs, if you're struggling to get numbers here, what are you doing to help the numbers? Correct. And, and it really, at the end of the day, it really all does come down to the quality of your coach. You know, what have we heard the last three weeks in the NFL playoffs whenever the Jacksonville Jaguars came up or the New York Giants? It's coaching matters. You look at the same rosters, just simply a change of coach from one year to the next, and what a turnaround. That is no different at the high school level. We have lots of small schools that have high numbers of participants because their coach is a go-getter. He or she is in the hallways during the day. They're in um, the eighth grade building, you know, part of the, the junior high middle school during the spring. They are marketing their program every day. They're on social media. It's cool to be a part of the program. They build the right culture. Um, yeah, the sport's important, but it's not just about the sport. It's really about the bigger things. It's being a part of something. And this is what our program believes in. And I'm telling you, doesn't matter the sport, doesn't matter the gender, doesn't matter the level. Um, you're going to get kids out when you have quality coaches that really build an all-around experience for kids. And, you know, that's why we spend so much time with our coaches' advancement program is we're trying to educate and teach, especially our new starting out coaches, the best way to, again, be that Pied Piper to get kids out and to get them into your program. And I know ADs are stretched and coaches who are teaching and coaching or working and then coming to that school to coach and and they're not doing it for the money, but the marketing uh, of your school, both sports and academics, with how big some of these districts are, how small districts could use it, it's really important because you have the social networks, you, you have the email list where everybody's reminded there's going to be a snow day, right? Yep. Uh, and, and use that. If you need a JV soccer team or a freshman girls basketball team or tennis numbers are struggling, are you letting the district know that players are needed? You don't know where all of a sudden there's a mom reads this. Oh, you know, hey, my son uh, thought the tennis team was full and you had to try out and never went out, right? Yep. So there, there's a, and I won't name any names here, but there's a, a school where I hear almost three times a week from their coach that they want us to expand. Right now you've got to be under 215 students to play in our eight-player football tournament. And we have a school that's bigger than 215 but is struggling with numbers. And I will get an email from that school's coach three times a week kind of politicking me or pressuring me that we need to move that limit from 215 bigger. My my question is, and again, his school has um, well over 215 kids. Are you sending out three emails a week to your student body to try and recruit football there players. There you go. That's exactly it's, what I'm saying. Are, are we taking the time and effort to change the system to accommodate my own particular situation? Are we taking that time, effort, and energy, and are you actually putting it into your own current kids to get more kids out? To me, that's the solution, not changing the system, which is going to affect dozens, if not hundreds, of more schools. And that's just something I grow somewhat frustrated at occasionally. And I think that's why, again, as a, a good administrator, you've got to be able to step back, look at the big picture, um, 
And again, it all at the end of the day, it comes back to the quality of the coach that schools put in front of kids. And you can't ask for the signups a month before you're going to start the season. No way. The signups need to happen like when there's the first week of school. Do you set up a table by the cafeteria and the varsity tennis coach is sitting there with a, a flyer about uh, trying out for, you know, Holt boys tennis, right? Yep. And then passing out a flyer that it's it sent, that flyer then is sent uh, on the school email list to everybody. Or you're pushing out a hype video out on your social media that goes to... The, the tennis players do it that are current, right? There yeah. you go. And that's a way that you get your younger kids now coming into the high you school. you got all those video departments in these schools that could put them together in a heartbeat. Uh, that uh, That's exactly what I've been saying uh, on air and off air. That you, you can't all of a sudden say, hey, uh, this sport starts in six weeks. We need girls to sign up. Not a shot. No. Because it's already set, they already have plans. They're already they grabbed the job, whatever it is. You got to the freshman orientation process should include something about athletics and what sports are offered, what sports need more participants, and encourage that. And then inside the school is important to have a table where kids walk by, yep. and a kid will just grab a flyer. He may not stop and talk, or she may not. Stop and talk. But they're going to take the flyer home, read it uh, on the bus, going to read it when they get home, then go to their mom or dad and say, you know what, I think I might want to try out for boys tennis yep, or girls basketball. All of us have 1,440 minutes a day, 1,440 minutes. Or, or uh, how about at a girls basketball game, you have a table set up where your JV coach, when their game is done, yep. is at a table where people are walking out. Uh, saying, hey, for next year, uh, we're going to be doing these camps. We're going to be signing people up. Would your daughter be interested or someone you know? Right. Every one of our coaches has 1,440 minutes in a day, and the question becomes is how are you using those minutes? And I know coaches will say they're overworked, they're underpaid. You'll hear that. I think every single human being would make that argument at times. And, yeah, we're all busy, but you need to figure out what's important. And uh, if it's really being a difference maker in the lives of kids, getting your program out there and attracting kids to want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Um, I think it's pretty fundamental to being a quality coach. Amen. Mark, you executive director of the Michigan high school athletic association, joining us in studio here on the huge show. If you have a high school comment, add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook, opted on the huge text chain, text word huge to 21,000 and all of our social network Interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Get your tickets and info. Just search Grand Rapids Gold. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also uh, game tickets available 24-7 at Ticketmaster.com. And when the Van Andel Arena box office is open in downtown GR. More with Mark Ewell, talking Michigan high school sports. After this, T.O. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast uh, steps in next hour here on the only show willing to tell it like it is. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money and keep your wellness goals within reach with fresh, healthy options from Meyer. Right now, get Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And Lean Cuisine frozen meals are buy five, get one free. Plus, a four-pound bag of navel oranges is buy one, get one for a dollar. And be sure to pick up essentials like bounty paper towels, just $12.99 with Emperks. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now we're down to the final four teams trying to make a run to Super Bowl 57. One will survive. We got two conference championship games and also a few shots left for your chance to only bet five bucks and get 200 in free bets instantly. Place a bet on either championship game this weekend. This is for new customers after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE to sign up. You make that $5 bet, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And if you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at even a bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg up to 100%. You pick your players, your games, your teams, you can do it with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. This is only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10 plus legs required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. set to wrap up another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show 19 stations strong for the one close to you go to the huge show.net you can also listen all across america where you get mobile service on the iheart app just search the huge show and our free stream happens weekdays at three at the huge show.net mark you executive director of the michigan high school athletic association 
uh, in studio. Uh, any rules changes, Mark? Uh, anything on the way for, I guess it wouldn't be spring sports. So your rule changes would be for the next school year. Correct? Would be. And so we're, we're talking a little bit about our travel rule. And, um, you know, f- for example, a team traveling into a boarding state, uh, for example, Indianapolis, and if a team from Florida is there, well, would we allow them to play? So we're really looking at some of our longstanding rules, like our travel rule is being, uh, you know, something that could be tweaked to become a little bit more contemporary. So we'll get with our board here in both March and May, and we'll see what uh, what's on the radar. I can tell you, haven't been many changes here in the short term because we're looking to have a completely normal COVID-free year, and uh, glad to report that uh, we're about halfway home uh, with that. Yeah, with the winter sports and then uh, the road to the Breslin should be unbelievable, uh, both boys and girls back at the Breslin, right? We are looking forward to that, and wrestling uh, will kick us off with district starting in near about two and a half weeks, and of course, wrestling individual for both boys and girls that finishes at Ford Field, the home of the Super Bowl-bound Lions for uh, next year. Um, I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. No, no, Lewis I'm drinking Riddick. the Kool-Aid. Hey, Lewis Reddick from ESPN, Monday Night Football analyst, said uh, not after the regular season was over and they beat the Packers in Green Bay, Lions are not only the favorite to win the NFC North, but they will be in the mix for the trophy. Yep. And that's a Lombardi trophy as Super Bowl champions. A lot of optimism. Good stuff right well, now. Well, you know, optimism is based on wins. It is. Structure. Uh, front office. Ownership that's not meddling. Uh, you have three categories right now that the Lions have never had. Uh, a, a stable coaching staff, complete, beyond the head coach. Yep. Stable front office with great guys like Spillman, Dorsey, Brad Holmes, a GM, and a Ford family member who isn't meddling. But also cares. It's that right balance between right, exactly. being three. emotionally invested and supportive, but yet knowing that uh, I'm going to leave my football decisions to the football people. So they've, I think they've finally got it figured You've out. You've never had that ever with the Lions. You've had great talent in you know, O'Berry, Calvin, uh, Stafford, and Dominican Sue. list goes on. Uh, but they have all the right pieces in place. And you get that five-year window. It's not a 20-year dynasty. You get a five-year window uh, with young guys that emerge and become stars or golf gets older. But they have a five-year window uh, where I think they will be one of the better teams uh, in pro football, which will be one of the most unbelievable uh, runs we'll ever see in Michigan sports. And you can always see the Michigan high school football state championships, all eight classes every Thanksgiving weekend at Ford Field in Detroit. Mark, thanks for coming in, buddy. Good to be with you, Bill. Thanks. Right, Mark, you executive director of the MHSAA in studio on this MHSAA Wednesday. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are set to roll our number three. Do you want to thank Mark Hill, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, for stopping in. He is so good uh, on air. 
Uh, if you miss that conversation, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen to any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Eric Zane for The Eric Zane Show podcast is our producer this week with Superfly Hayes in the middle of a Guatemalan poison frog hunt. It's a test of emotional and mental strength. Did you know that there's some frog licking involved in that? That there's Mike Tyson does that. It's a ritual. And I think that the Hayes family, uh, that they do that. And uh, You lick a poisonous frog's right. back, and supposedly it gives you this incredible mental strength. Incredible. Well, I, and Superfly Hayes, on his mom's side, a lot of Mayan uh, descent and relatives... So Guatemala yes, up through yes. uh, Central America into Southern uh, Mexico, uh, the Mayan uh, belief there. Well, Brett's name amongst the community there is El Frago Blanco. And uh, El Frago Blanco visits once a uh, year. Isn't, isn't that a chain down in Cabo? And, you know, maybe I'm mixing that up with <laughs> something else. Is that maybe senior, that's a tequila. Is that senior frogs? Hey, can I get an El Frago Blanco? Yes. He's known as the white frog. So... And if you see the white poisonous frog, it's like an albano white alligator. Yes. And since he's so tall, they call him El Gigante. And if you lick the back of a El Gigante white poisonous frog, supposedly you live past 100. Yes. So that's it. This is all very, very involved. And he uh, told me he's going to post some live streams. Uh, very soon, so that you all can see the uh, fire walking. He did. He he told me the Mayan universal web network just isn't up to date yet out there in the jungle. But uh, he'll he'll share some photos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at this. Uh, I just saw a funny TikTok. Sorry, don't, I didn't. Don't play it because I don't know. No, don't play. I don't want people swearing. No, no. No. All right, I got I'll tell you what, that's a tough act to follow with he's Mark. Good, isn't he? Mark and you. I'm over there. I'm like, I can't compete with that. He, I mean, he's a, he, he is so good on air. It, where I discovered him on air was he used to do the officials like two minute timeout on uh, one of the high school football Friday night shows. And I'm like, man, this dude's good. Where's he from? He like checks in. Yeah, and he was the associate director at the time uh-huh. at Michigan High School Athletic Association. He has. Uh, West Michigan roots. So, did you discover him like uh, uh, Colonel Tom Parker discovered Elvis? Is that is that what this? Well, I, I did see him, and then I did set up a meeting where I got an idea for you to sponsor Wednesdays on the huge show across Michigan. So you pitched him, and and I said I want you on air. And then once you a fleeced month. him, and one once a month on air. I he's good. He really okay. is. He's like you. You're good. Well, What's I appreciate What's a TikTok you that. saw that made you laugh? Uh, it was a dog. you weren't laughing at the Mayan. No, no, network. I wasn't laughing at all the facts that we were putting out. I was laughing Don't at Don't tell this. me. You watch TikTok dog videos? Oh, yeah, 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 big time. I watch okay. uh, I watch a lot of very odd stuff that I, when I'm uh, go, laying down for surprise, bed. Surprise, surprise. Oh, yeah, I'm I, very strange. Well, your material. animals are. So how many animals do you currently have inside the Zane household? Uh, six, and then my brother-in-law. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to play rank the the latest weekly poll, yes, rank the same animals in your household. How would that go? One the seven, like the hierarchy. Yeah, high one. One is the best. 
animal yes. to seven, uh, you know, best favorite to I least favorite. I can't do that. That's come like on. that's like saying your favorite kids. Oh, no, come on. You have one animal. Well, there's one particular well, you got to get rid of all your animals and your brother-in-law. Okay. And, but oh, in order, brother-in-law's it, first out. First out. So he's seven. We'll start oh, with seven. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. Now who's six? Uh, who would be? Well, let, tell you what. I'll tell you one. You have the one-eyed cat still? Yes. I and I used to cat. have two one-eyed cats, one passed. I had uh, seven animals at the time, three with one and eye. And he crossed the road and he couldn't see the car No. Going. No. Three with one eye. Awful. You had so, three with one eye? Three with like, one eye. Now are, just two. Are you doing some ritual? No. Now, you, I swear. Are you, did, did, did animal control I come talk to I don't know. I think you? it's PFAS. That's what it is. It's it's PFAS. What happened? That's the third cat that got hit from the right side of the road because he couldn't see. No, I think it's an environmental okay. concern. Three anyway. cats with one eye. My God, where are you living at? On top of a toxic dump? Uh, technically, two cats, one eye, and a dog with one eye. Okay. Okay. Right, so. so now the number one dog is O'Neal. So now you got the number one slot is done. Seven is the brother-in-law. Who's the worst? Who's the first to go? He's the first to go. If if you had to get rid of your animals, yes. your brother-in-law is the number seven animal. Yeah. Who's no, who's one? O'Neal. Yeah. The, the, he, he's the dog with the long ears. He's a beagle. Shepherd. Oh, no, he looks, he's awesome. I yeah, I love him forever. Who's the, is it the French bulldog or what is that? That's Bruce. Bruce. Right. His name is Bruce Law. So Bruce Law. Okay. Uh, so he's, <laughs> is he two? Where, where's uh, he at? Yeah, you know what? I am going to put Bruce Law, too. All right, so now you got the cat. You got one-eyed cat, right? Correct. What, what's that cat's name? The cat's name is Lincoln. Lincoln. And he is massive. He's like a freaking bobcat. He's so big, but it's fat. Okay, he is so where, where does he rank? Cat. Um, I'm going to put Lincoln at three. All right. And then Milo, another cat, yeah. four. Who's five and six, and brother-in-law is the first to go. Yeah, absolutely. Out of here. Day one. Leave. Um, okay. The brother-in-law living with you. Has he gone through unfortunate circumstances in his life? Why is he with his yeah, sister? Yeah, and, a little. Okay, a little. okay, cool. That's he cool. He had a lobotomy. I am not making it up. I, if you listen to my podcast, people know this. Okay, I'm just going to go through. It's uh, called a temporal lobe. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go through my own personal um, checklist on people <laughs> I wouldn't bring in as roommates. And... Well, I had to though. You had to. Well, yeah. It well, was, was he like? Well, was he? Well, hold okay. on. Could he not fend for himself? Correct. Okay. Well, then I, I'm not going to make fun of. Him. Oh no, no, it's okay. I'm not but making fun I, of. Him. I know you're not. I mean, I make fun of him all the time. Okay, but you, but you, you guys are family. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. Gonna, if he, if he, I have if to, he needed oh, yeah. family to take care of him, then you've done a great. Yeah, time. yeah. Well, uh, but, then, but so, then publicly on air, you're saying he's an animal and he's the first to. Oh, come. absolutely, without okay. a doubt. Uh, I love him to death, but you got to go. A sports fan? Oh my God, yes. Who's his favorite team? Kentucky uh, Wildcats. So he came up from the hills of Kentucky with a lobotomy. Mom and dad are from Kentucky, and they impressed upon him Notre Dame football, Kentucky hey, Wildcats basketball. Can I just ask you something? Please, you know, ask me anything. I'll tell you anything about these people. So you have you have cats with one eye. you got a brother-in-law that you deem to brain be an damage. animal. <laughs> it's true. He does have brain damage. I love him can to I, death. Can I just? I yeah, take I'm, care I'm, of. We're him. friends. Okay, oh, please. Can I just ask you what in the hell is going on in your house? Well, you know, Bill, I am second in command. To the boss, wife. the yeah, boss, and, and, yeah, and, the, that. and that's her brother. And uh, I, I, and I, I'm, I applaud you for taking and care. So of I went. I but went. If you guys can joke had, about it, I had no. Does he joke say, about his own lobotomy now? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's like a dinner conversation. Well, I don't really break roles. it down with him, but he he uh, he. What happened is um, epilepsy was cured. Oh my god, he had no, ep- he has epilepsy. Thanks but a lot. They, they cured the epilepsy. Tell me, why don't you tell me that stuff before? Well, I, I like to tell the end well, of my stories I, first. Well, you called him back. an animal. I thought it was a brother-in-law who was just mooching off of you. Well, I didn't call him an animal. You yeah, asked I, me. I said, "Who you have animals?" Yeah, you said, "What do you have?" I said, six animals and a brother-in-law." And then you, you said, him an animal." I didn't say and he's said, an animal. animal. You said he's an animal. I said, "What animal would you get rid of first? And you said, "I'll go with All the brother-in-law." Maybe I did call him an animal. Maybe at that one point there was I called him an animal. I don't want to. Let's move on. Anyway, I thought he was a mooch, but a guy that's no, no, no. Good. He helps. Epilepsy. He's got a pension. Oh, epilepsy's gone, right? He hasn't had a <laughs> he hasn't had okay. a seizure in twenty okay. years. That's good. I, then I got I'm a great story. I got okay. a great story. I, I, for I'm, I'm happy for the listen guy. to this. All right, years ago he had this surgery, yeah. and they they uh, and with appropriate drugs, he doesn't have seizures anymore. So good it goes for him and a uh, good for anybody year. with epilepsy. Absolutely, I'm not making fun of fixed it. Henry Ford Health System in Detroit, Amen. Michigan. More, so applaud the doctor. Then, then all they said is, Kevin, all you gotta do. Take your meds, and you'll be seizure-free. And then I said, and he was always afraid to go out in public. So him and his brother, God rest his soul, David, those two lived together. David passed. That's why he oh, moved. So anyway, we all, decided to, go see, we all decided to go see John Fogarty. We go to Pine Knob Music Theater. And I can't wait. And he, oh, and we're on the hill. Yep. The first song, my favorite Creedence song of all time, is called "Born on the Bayou." Yes. And he opened with it, and I, it's all—it's really moody. It's like a swamp type of motif. Did the lights bother? Oh, or something? it was fantastic. And then um, I'm, I'm like, "Oh, this is so great!" And I look to Dave, and I go, "Oh my God, this is so awesome!" And I look to Kevin, and he's not there. Where is he? God is my witness, rolling. Down the hill, he had a stinking seizure, and so I go was chasing it the after. or something. I don't. He didn't take his meds. Okay. He forgot to All take right. him, and so, so he's rolling he, down the pine. He's rolling hill. down the hill, and, and there's blankets and people. And he's basically they, with the seizure. He's not in control. This is that. bad. So yeah. I, I I get it. He, he hits the sidewalk. I go running. I I get a hold of him, and he comes out of it, and he can't. When those happen, he's pretty oh, yeah. tired. It wears him out. So. Um, I think we're good. Pine knob. They think he's. They think he's on drugs. They go. You got to go. They throw you out. Yeah, throw you out. I go. They I threw go. out the guy with epilepsy. Yeah, they uh, insult to injury. So uh, we're walking out, and I'm hearing the song get quieter and quieter as I walk away. And I'm like, Oh my god, I cannot believe this just happened. We had to leave. Well, I wish uh, you would have filled in the story on the front side a little bit because I thought oh, it was just no. a mooch oh, brother-in-law. No, no. Right? This All is right. listen to me. Right. If I have to do these things, if I that's a trade-off. I'll take care of you, but occasionally your life might get exposed on the radio. There you go. Well, I'm glad he's doing well, and I'm, I want to say he's doing well. I, I want to get. He's a huge Lions fan. That, we're going to talk Lions, NFL, the playoffs this weekend. Mahomes will he play? Uh, Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee. Podcast yeah, I heard that. you talk about that. Did, uh, he, just, did, he, did he say something ridiculous? Well, now the Jets supposedly will give up two first-rounders for him. Uh, and I, I don't know if he's going to go to Indy because uh, Ursay is saying he's going to keep Jeff Saturday, who was horrible. 
Uh, the he former, did, he's keeping that guy? As, as we say, it horrible as interim head coach. So, so he can be in control and be the coach. Uh, that owners, Jerry Jones did it for a while. So we'll talk NFL. We'll get to the Lions. Eric Zane for the Eric Zane Show podcast in studio. You have a comment or question, add a huge show on Twitter. The huge show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of Van Andel Arena, in March, the Monster Jam is back. Yes. The amount of entries right now is stunning. I don't know how. 10,000 right now. 10,000. It's as big as anything... Uh, that I've ever given away for Van Andel, and they've had great shows. So here's what you need to do. We have three four-packs we're going to give away, one to three different people. Friday, 3.45 p.m., Zane will make that announcement in studio with me. Simple for you to enter to win uh, those Monster Jam tickets and get into the drawing. Uh, Just Facebook message me on the Facebook Messenger. uh, Facebook me your name, and your email address. And we also have the link on the Huge Show Facebook page, and you'll be in the drawing. We'll announce three winners. Each winner will get a four-pack of tickets to Monster Jam at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. And thanks to B-Side and the marketing team at 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, and to Van Andel Arena, a huge partner uh, with us uh, each and every week. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, w- I checked like about 8.30 last night. I said, oh, yeah, I got to check the Facebook Messenger Huge Show page. Right. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yep. Yep. It was. Full. But also, uh, people listening know now they just have to go to Facebook Messenger and the Huge Show, and they really don't have to go track down my Facebook post. They can just send their email and their name yep. and get into the drawing. Do you remember the old days when you're like, hey, call her five? We do that once in you a know? while, Superfly. Yeah. If I like get if- but if it's a big demand, I didn't know this was a big demand ticket. Oh, yeah. Did there, you? There are so many hillbillies around here who love that stuff. I mean, God bless them. We need more Your of brother-in-law them. brother-in-law probably would love this. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. It's uh, Ottawa Impact I cannot, Night. I'll show you in a few minutes. I'll, I'll scroll through the entries. You'll, you'll be stunned. Yes, it's a, I, I know it. Well, it shows I, you the power of the show. It shows you the value of Van Andel Arena and Monster Jam and also... Our flagship station, 96 won the game in Grand Rapids. All right, Zane and I will break down the Lions, NFL headlines, all that coming up. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Get more for your money and keep your wellness goals within reach with fresh, healthy options from Meyer. Right now, get Post or Kellogg cereal for two forty nine each, and Lean Cuisine frozen meals are buy five get one free. Plus, a four pound bag of Navel oranges is buy one get one for a dollar. And be sure to pick up essentials like bounty paper towels, just twelve ninety nine with Emperg's. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. We play for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is on vacation. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast producing and also sitting in all week long. Thank you, Mark Ewell, from the Michigan High School Athletic Association for checking in. Everything Michigan High School Sports at MHSA.com. Watch live and on demand. Boys and girls high school sports at MHSA.tv. Zane and I will break down... Lions headlines, other news trending across uh, the landscape in the National Football League. Tomorrow's broadcast, speaking of Lions, will feature Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, who has grown into one of the top Lions NFL insiders in the state. He'll be in studio all show long. Zane will be riding shotgun with us. That's tomorrow. On Friday, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in studio. Uh, we'll get the latest on Michigan football and Michigan basketball. That will be on Friday's broadcast, so a lot going on. If you want to join in, easiest way, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain, text word HUGE, uh, to 21,000. I mentioned earlier in the show, Zane, with Ewell in studio, I think the opening segment about Rogers, the Pat McAfee uh, podcast where... It, it's almost, it's not quite every day, but have you reached the point, and I'm just asking you and maybe people listening right now, where I'm tired of hearing Aaron Rodgers talk about where he's going to be playing? How, how does that work with your team? I know they finished strong until the Lions waxed them on Sunday Night Football in America, but 
my God, you make sixty million bucks a year, right? I, and you have to take it front and center this off in the last three years. And and he is not a free agent. No, it would have to be. It would a have trade. to be a trade. Because remember, he what he he signed that big deal right, after right. whining all off season last year, well, which I, I I grew sick and tired of. And here we are again. And now, reportedly, like I said, Peter King from Sunday Night Football in America, we said this yesterday, is saying that the asking price begins minimum two first-round picks for an aging quarterback who's making $60 million a year. Yeah, that would be, be a horrible million. trade. It would be a horrible trade. Yeah, but the Jets are desperate, so uh, now, Brady, Brady's they, not going to the Jets. Are they desperate to win or desperate for fans? I think it would be both. And, well, and the Giants just went to the playoffs and the Jets didn't, so you got that dynamic in New York. But see, here's where I look at Rodgers. The Jets were close to winning. We we mentioned, I think yesterday we talked a little bit about, I, I think he'll end up in the Colts or with the Colts, and you said, does he want to go to a team that stinks? And that's a good point. And that's why no head coaches want to go work or taking that job right now with Ursay, and why he's saying now that Jeff Saturday, the interim head coach, may keep the job. So Rodgers is going to want to go to a place where he can stick it to the media and fans and say, look, I still can win. Understand that because you get a team that uh, I mean pays you sixty million and you treat them like this, right? Right. You know, and, and the Jets, it's like they uh, they had a very poor last third of the season. Yeah, they were wrong. I don't. They looked like a playoff team early, um, but uh, and then you have a potential of really hurting your legacy. And I think that with ego being involved with most of these people, you you finish with a whimper on your career. Uh, you know that 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 messes with people. I, I I don't I can't understand why he's biting the hand that feeds him so much. Just shut up and concentrate and build your team. The fact that they came back this year after starting so poorly and actually were in contention for the playoffs up until the Lions beat them shows that they were just starting to get it. You know, I mean, so I don't I don't understand what his problem is. Just uh, it could be just ego for publicity. To be honest with you, Maybe, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna stay in Green Bay. He's not gonna go. Uh, but for Peter King, who probably is as close to you know Adam Schefter when it comes to NFL news and sources, uh, that I, if I'm a Green Bay fan, I'm asking myself seriously right now: aging quarterback, like you mentioned, Zane. If you trade him uh, again, I don't know what the trade and the first rounders and the salary cap implications. I'm not a capologist. But hearing this guy for the third offseason talking about not wanting to be there. Yeah. And and he went through the COVID stuff. Remember, he was fighting that, and the media was on him, and did he lie or whatever, right? He's been through like three offseasons of just drama, all sorts of yes. drama. Yes. I'm, I'm a Packers fan. I, I'm like, a see you later. Right. Good luck. You know what? It feels good to be a Lions fan right now, and that is crazy. Drama free. Drama free. All we need to do is make sure no one like drives through a Burger King, or like uh, you know get. Remember who was? Wasn't there a guy who had yes. no clothes on right, and a Lions assistant and kept his job? Yeah, as long as we can. And if I'm uh, Brad Holmes, is that Brad his Holmes name? Lions I, I give him a pep talk out there. I was like, boys, we're in the driver's seat. Okay, I want designated drivers everywhere. Call Uber Eats when you want to go out for a, 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 a for a Taco Bell run. Do whatever you got to do. No drunk driving. Keep your hands to yourself. No naked people in the drive-thru, and we're going to be golden for the draft. 
And yeah. Dan Campbell has said that after big wins in the locker room, you know, snippets that you get. Take at it the, easy. Yeah. DetroitLions.com, he says, be smart. Yeah. Right? Celebrate the win. He'll always say something, and I'm paraphrasing to a point. Uh, Campbell will tell the Lions and what they release at DetroitLions.com, hey, celebrate the win and be smart tonight. Right on. Right, right and, on. And you're, you're right. Uh, the drama that's out there, the Brady drama, the Aaron Rodgers drama. I mean, now you're you're looking. Now you're thinking Rodgers in Vegas, and will Vegas give up two first rounders? See, I I think you're 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 the Packers. You would like Indy because they have such a high draft pick, and if you want to go with another quarterback to fight uh, Jordan Love and be the future, you then probably would get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, whoever isn't taken early by the Texans, right? So. But then what was interesting, Rodgers reuniting with Devontae Adams with the Raiders. You know, we talked about Brady right. to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So where does Brady end up? It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. He's not going to go to Indy. That's not a Brady city. Tell it's not what, hip enough. I always like it when a quarterback goes to another team just to see how they do. And to me, the ultimate was when Brady went to the Buccaneers and had the success. Well, look what Stafford had. did. And Stafford, won it was a very Bowl. interesting. I, I, like, I like it when... Uh, when Derek Carr leaves the Raiders, I'm anxious to find out where he's going to go and how he's going to do. He's another very good quarterback who, you know, it just didn't it just didn't work there. But I think that guy has some skills that he could he could lead a team. Well, I think you're looking at a, a triangle of Derek Carr, Brady, Rogers, and the triangle in the cities, at least from my vantage point, are Vegas, Tampa, Indy, the Jets. So who now Indy may be thinking if Ursay's looking at holding on to Jeff Saturday, they may be going a young quarterback and saying, We're not gonna bring in a big name head coach right now because we're gonna be young, let the quarterback play and stink for a couple of years, right? So let Saturday be the coach. Ursay gets to play owner slash, you know, Jerry Jones type coach, and you get a young quarterback, right? Who who gets a couple of years, gets beat up on, they go right. Three and fourteen. Uh, then, then now, if we go, the triangle is Jets, Tampa, Vegas, and you got Carr, Rogers, Brady. Rogers would go to an AFC team, in which they only would trade him to an AFC right. team, which would be Indy or the Jets. They're not going to trade him NFC and let him come to Lambeau and beat them. Well, it makes you wonder because he went on McAfee's show and he made a he was raving about the Jets' offense. He was like, "Oh, their their team, they've got so, so many weapons." He's, he's politicking like, to be he, in the biggest city in America. Yes. Okay, so yes. that's where where I'm saying. So if it's it's Colts or really it's stay in Green Bay, Colts or Jets in the AFC for Rodgers. He's just, he thinks he's just, well, he is a star. I His think name, Brady. I think Brady and Carr could do a flip flop. Between right. Tampa and Vegas. We got to make Carr sure. Goes, Carr goes to Tampa. Brady goes Let's to Vegas. Let's settle on that. Let's. Well, then who's got to play in Green Bay? They're gonna, Love will be the quarterback? Love, but if they trade with uh, the Jets. If they trade with the Jets, then, or trade with the Colts. But again, I don't know uh, Rodgers' ability to turn down yeah. the deal. I say Jets. They got to give Jordan Love a year or two because they drafted him and never took a receiver for Rodgers. So if Green Bay doesn't give Jordan Love at least a year to see if he's ready, right. the fans will never forgive ownership and Matt LaFleur for not giving Rodgers a receiver, which could have helped Green Bay win a Super Bowl or two. Seriously. 
I smell a three-win year next year for the Packers. And Without that makes Rogers. me happy. Yeah. Absolutely. So now, now think about the NFC North, okay? Oh. This goes back to what Lewis Riddick said last week. Um, Lions not only are the NFC North favorite, but a trophy contender, and that trophy would be the Lombardi Trophy. All right, Bears are rebuilding. They're probably yeah, they're going to draft defense and get free agency, probably wide receiver. That's where DJ Chart could end up there, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. But he, they're, oh, they're thinking he's thinking about leaving. Well, that, well, they they gave him a ten million one year deal. He wanted to prove himself. Okay, so they, he's going to be looking for some more money. Well, now. and you have the young, you're going to have to play St. Brown eventually one day, right? Yep. You have Williams which is basically like a rookie now after his limited play. Uh, there's only so much money. You're going to want to keep some guys. Right, right. You know, you have guys like Malcolm Rodriguez and Hutchinson made the, I think, pro football writers all-rookie team. All I rookie mean, team. Think about this. What, what you so just all said, of a sudden, we got all these great weapons. Oh, my gosh. Great weapons, and, and we're talking the drama. The drama is with Green right. Bay. Yes, that who, makes me so happy. Who, who a year ago, the last... Five years, far and away, the best team in the NFC North, at least going in. And then uh, Minnesota had that year where they came back like 11 times right, right. in the fourth quarter. So, you know, Cousins isn't getting any younger. They still have Jefferson, who's right there with Jamar Chase as one of the top two receivers in the game. They still have weapons. Uh, but you're the Lions. You want to split with Minnesota. You may lose at many. You win at home. You sweep Green Bay. You do what you did this year at 5-1. and one. You find a way to get... Seven other wins uh, from the other 11 games. Hello. You're 12-5. and five. Your NFC North champs probably hosting a home playoff game next year. Uh, next year, I prom- I am not going to make a huge prediction on wins and losses. I'm not going to do it. You can do it. I know you will. I cannot do that because I need to keep my head about this because I'm so excited for what they could possibly be doing that I'll be the guy who says they'll be 15 and one or something like that. And then I, 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 I still have some degree of trepidation about this team because, you know, uh, we've been, we've had so many bad things happen for so long. That's the one thing. His name is Eric Zane from the Eric Zane show podcast that you can hear, uh, wherever you download podcasts, just search, uh, the Eric Zane show podcast. Yeah. I, I think to the Lions, you're past the prediction point. I'm just saying, uh, win the NFC North. If that's nine and eight, wins the North. Right. If that's ten and seven, wins the North. If it's uh, twelve and five, so be it. Do you realize that they, with the way they imploded in that first Vikings game, they they were that away from being six and zero oh in the division. I know that's incredible, considering you know, and and this is a team that started one and six. <laughs> they end up finishing the division 5-1. and one. It's an outstanding turnaround. His name is Eric Zane. Uh, man, great job this week. Uh, keep it up, buddy. I uh, appreciate everything. Man, it's awesome. Lions. I am uh, so thankful to be here. And the Thank Lions you. have really put uh, what Holmes and Campbell have done from where they were. Just think about this before we uh, get to the timeout. When they were 1-6, and six, we were wondering if Campbell was going to be, yeah. if they were going to win another game this year. Right. You were wondering if Campbell could do it, if Holmes uh, was right with the players he guessed on, free agents and even some of the rookies. There was no hope at 1-6 and six after defense. the three-win season. Defense was so bad at that time. And, and then they, they flipped the switch. And then coaching and the game management, the clock management. And then after 1-6, and six, they, they flipped the switch on clock management, on defense. 
Who was the guy they fired? Was it Aubrey Pleasant? Was that his name? Yeah, the DB coach. Yes, the D- they fired I, the guy. That, that then- might be the message to the rest of the coaches, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How'd you like to be him right now? He, he, you know, he probably is looking for a job, but they're going to say, wait a minute. You're the guy they fired, and then they went eight and two. We're not, you can't, we're not going to hire you. <laughs> Man, I, I tell you what, uh, I can't wait for the season to start. It's too long. I, I can't. Know. It's too far away. But I mean, you do have you do have some off season that will create interest. I'm excited the, about the draft, the combine because they have six and eighteen. The combine will be very appealing to Lions fans coming up in February. Free agency uh, will tell us where they're going in the draft by who they sign and who they don't sign. Right, on. and then you'll get the draft at the end of April. And then the schedule comes out, I think, early May. Uh, how many Monday night games are they going to play Kansas City and Germany? I know that's been talk out there. Uh, and then we'll have the summer preparation, and they'll be in training camp in July. Boy, I'm stoked. Mm. I'm excited about this. All right, buddy. So tomorrow we will talk Lions in depth with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast uh, he will join us uh, all three hours in studio. Zane will be uh, riding shotgun. Friday show, Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com, a Michigan insider. Uh, he'll be in studio for a couple hours. We'll get to the latest involving Harbaugh, Michigan football, and Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. And remember, on Friday, 3.45 p.m., we'll announce the winner. Three winners. Three names will be drawn, and I'll let Zane... Uh, present them on air, and each winner will get a four-pack of tickets to Monster Jam in March at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. All those tickets courtesy of our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, and Van Andel Arena. So if you want to enter, uh, just give me your name and email. Facebook Messenger me. Facebook Messenger, that's how you enter. Or we have the quick link on the post. Just search The Huge Show on Facebook and get entered by... We'll probably draw before the show. I think I said noon. Uh, by noon on Friday. Yeah, uh, and the, uh, the TV networks are going to be here. Uh, yeah, Fox that's 17, a big, it's a big TV. I, 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 I'll show you the uh, entries uh, before we leave today. It's amazing. Uh, just I need your name and your email. Uh, Facebook message the huge show. Uh, Facebook Messenger by noon on Friday. And thanks to our friends at Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets for Monster Jam at Ticketmaster.com in March. In downtown GR. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text huge to 21,000. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss piggy riches only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get more for your money and keep your wellness goals within reach with fresh, healthy options from Meyer. Right now, get Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And Lean Cuisine frozen meals are buy five, get one free. Plus, a four-pound bag of navel oranges is buy one, get one for a dollar. And be sure to pick up essentials like bounty paper towels, just $12.99 with Emperks. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now we're down to the final four teams trying to make a run to Super Bowl 57. One will survive. We got two conference championship games and also a few shots left for your chance to only bet five bucks and get 200 in free bets instantly. Place a bet on either championship game this weekend. This is for new customers after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE to sign up. You make that $5 bet, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And if you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at even a bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg up to 100%. You pick your players, your games, your teams. You can do it with DraftKings same-game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. This is only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10 plus legs required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. The only show where the people have a voice for all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is on vacation, and Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast uh, filling in all week long. Tomorrow, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. We'll talk Lions, NFL playoffs this weekend, AFC, NFC championship game, Lions offseason, and more. That will be 3 until 6 Friday. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in studio breaking down the offseason for Harbaugh and Michigan football and an update on Big Ten hoops. Uh, with Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. I, I did see Zane earlier with a really cool uh, hoodie, and I said, uh, where's that hoodie from? And you said it's a foundation. Are, are they Grand Rapids-based? Yes. And, and and what do they do? The and, Jaeger Foundation. And, and what do they do? Uh, what they do is out of because of the donations that they receive, they take uh, the money that it would cost to train a service animal for one of our veterans – and um, if people apply, they can be accepted from anywhere in the country. And uh, then the Jaeger Foundation legs out all of the, uh, uh, what do you call it, logistics to have the dog trained in whatever that community is by a local trainer in that community. And then they pair the dog with the veteran uh, when, and when the dog is ready. It takes a little, a little bit of time to train one of those dogs. But I witnessed what happens when a uh, veteran has a service animal. The animal senses when your breathing quickens because of anxiety. Maybe your body temperature rises. The animal is able to pick up on those things because of the training that they receive. And what the animal does, I witness this, gets in the lap 
of the person who has the animal. It just gets their attention, and then the person will pet it. And it's 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 a life changing thing. It's really fantastic. Great organization too. And 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 the Jagger Foundation, and they're based here in Grand Rapids. Yeah, you know, I haven't talked to those folks in a while, and um, but uh, I'm looking them up right now, um, and and it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, you can find them, the Jaeger Foundation, um, at. T- uh, the T H E Jaeger J A E G E R Foundation dot org and and G R that's awesome uh, correct great, in the West Michigan area great, great mission great yeah connected to our vets and also speaking of the vets uh, everybody who listens you know my connection and my support for Folds of Honor uh, where for our veterans and those injured or killed in combat Folds of Honor takes care of those families now they've done it with uh, first responders and their families and. Uh, I got news yesterday from Wayne Buckland, and he was the brother of Brock Buckland, uh, who was out of Ada, Michigan, uh, who was killed in combat in Iraq. And Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, owner of the then Grand Haven Golf Club, was on a plane, and the pilot asked everybody to wait. And he saw a child uh, at the end of a transport truck that was unloading the coffin of Brock Buckland. And this is, I'm saying, 15 years ago, and it inspired Dan to start the Folds of Honor mission, which now has raised close to $200 million in scholarships. Holy moly. For children of men and women injured and killed in combat. And Wayne Buckling called me yesterday, and that child who was there watching the casket, uh, who I I think at the time may have been around 15, or not 15, about 15 years ago, about five years of age, he passed away, uh, and Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney uh, sent out a tweet and a Facebook post, and I talked to Dan last night, and he says, it is with heavy hearts that we share the Folds of Honor family has lost one of its own, or has lost one of its own. Jacob Green passed away on Monday, January twenty third, 2023. Jacob was the very first Folds of Honor scholarship recipient his father, Corporal Brock Buckland, and his family were the influential inspiration that led to Folds of Honor's mission and founding. Our thoughts and prayers are with Jacob's mother, siblings, and large loving family, including his uncle Wayne Buckland, who texted me yesterday, told me the news, the tragic news about Jacob, and he had lost the two best men in his life, his brother Brock, and now Brock's Son, man, as like, yeah. I, I, I can't mm. imagine uh, that, that poor family. Yeah, and uh, you know, and for Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rudy, who I talked about our first lunch at Snug Harbor in Grand Haven, when he said he had this idea inspired by looking at that kid, yeah, uh, you know, watching the casket, the flag draped casket come off the plane, and the pilot asked everybody instead of rushing off the flight to wait a second out of respect. Uh, he would start this mission, and that mission also led to Jack Nicholas involved with the American Dunes <clears throat> Golf Club, which yeah. used to be the Grand Haven Golf Club, and all the proceeds go uh, to Folds of Honor. So I want to say to Wayne Buckland, and I, I've, I've talked to him twice after Brock passed away in this, that he's felt lost. He's a listener of the show. He connects with me uh, via text and uh, the private messaging, and I want him to know, man. He said, man, things are tough right now, and I said, people love you. People are with you and can't explain it, can't understand it, 
but just know that a lot of people care and what Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney uh, did for Jacob, what he has done and will do forever to honor the legacy of Brock Buckland out of Ada, Michigan, and what they've done for families and how they now have added the families of first responders. Uh, it's one of the great missions uh, to ever grace our soil in this country, Folds of Honor. Uh, and it's an honor uh, knowing the Buckland family and a lot of other families. And Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, I could hear it in his voice. I could read it through his text. Uh, he is going to make sure that Jacob is never forgotten. Like Brock Buckland uh, wasn't forgotten. That family that's wonderful. Uh, will be uh, honored and no one will forget. Because that's what everybody connected to any first responder or military. Uh, they just don't want people to forget. Eric, we'll talk tomorrow at 3. Uh, to everybody across Michigan, if you missed anything, it's available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.